This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Rich Lerner from Golf Channel will anchor the networks live from the Masters coverage at the 2020 Masters. It's always a pleasure to welcome Rich Lerner back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Rich? Doing well, John. Thank you for having me on. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. We're all, you know, everybody, everybody's excited about what's yeah. about to happen with this fall Masters. But, and, and there's tons of stuff to look forward to. But, but, but what are you looking forward to the most, Rich? Good question. Um, being there. <laughs> you know, I, I think this is uh, obviously so different in so many ways, John. Um, this is almost a Thanksgiving Masters. Right? And so it's not about renewal, which is always the case in springtime. This is a kind of about gratitude, which is uh, the prevailing sentiment around Thanksgiving time. You think about you know, what we've been through in 2020 as a country, um, you know, all of the or so many of the rituals that uh, kind of uh, define uh, and, and, um, and, and give joy uh, to our daily existence um, you know, have been out of reach. We haven't, you know, whether it's a graduation uh, or uh, a ball game. Um, uh, holiday dinners, um, you know, we, we can't engage in those uh, for the most part right now. Uh, so, you know, the Masters is one of the, the great American rituals. And though it's at a different time of year, um, there's comfort uh, and, and reassurance uh, in, in, in watching it, in, and in my case, in, in being there. And um, so I, I think, uh, you know, the, the overwhelming sort of the feeling is, is one of, of, of gratitude that, that at least uh, uh, being able to, to see it and participate on some level uh, in, you know, what is, is still a great American uh, ritual, which is, uh, is the Masters. But again, uh, more of a Thanksgiving uh, masters than, uh, than, than, you know, a springtime renewal, uh, masters. I mean, it, it, it's odd that uh, people will, you know, be going inward. Uh, they, they'll, they'll be, you know, sort of, uh, preparing for winter. It's a masters by the fire hmm. for a lot of people in the North and, and in the East versus, uh, you know, coming outside and, and, uh, uh, getting ready for a brand new golf season. For, for many, uh, the golf season will will be over, um, and um, but we'll, we'll you know every golf fan will watch, and uh, what will not change will be the feeling that we have as we watch the Masters that we always have. What will not change is uh, the the drama and the excitement that uh, at twelve and thirteen and fifteen and sixteen and eighteen. Um, and, and then, you know, I, I think, um, you know, been, been contemplating, uh, the roars, right? I mean, you and I have, you've been there many more times than I have, but, but you know, when you, when you stand under, under the, the great tree behind the clubhouse, uh, next to the first tee, 
Now, and if it's a Thursday and you, you hear a roar, you, we turn, if, if we're talking to one another, what do we say? We say, oh, that, that must be a hold one at 16. Mm-hmm. Or I'll bet Jack, you know, made eagle at, at 15. Well, that was a tiger roar. Yep. Oh, tiger must have done. Right. You, you, you start to, to pinpoint where, where the roar came from. Um, and, and, and all those, those sort of images, uh, those still photographs through the years, uh, you know, people rising in anticipation at 18, you know, as, as uh, Mickelson's putt in 04 is on the way, or Mickelson's now airborne, the putt has, has gone in. You know, those photographs are obviously going to look uh, much different, and, and we won't have the roars, which I think will be the, 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 the most noticeable uh, difference that that in the, the sort of autumn presentation, uh, no azaleas, I'm guessing, um, uh, more of the fall colors, but but the the lack of roars. But again, I think people will, in some way, wherever they're watching, you know, coast to coast around the world, you'll hear them, you know, in in a way, you'll you'll because you'll come out of your seat. Uh, I think we've seen with golf, it's still capable of producing drama even without. Uh, the noise and without the fans, you still feel the drama. And, uh, you know, for the players, the weight of it, uh, I don't think the weight of it is any less. Uh, it's a Masters. It'll be recorded as a Masters. It'll be recorded as one of the most unusual, without a doubt. I, I, I certainly hope we're not, uh, we're not coming back to November. Uh, so, um, yeah, those are things that, that are on my mind as we get ready to go up there. We're talking with Rich Lerner here on the Augusta Golf Show. To your point, Rich, there was a lot of talk before we got to the PGA about asterisks. Have you been pleasantly surprised that I don't think anybody has put an asterisk on Colin Morikawa or on Bryson DeChambeau? I think I think everybody everybody 100%. looks as those as those are, those are major champions. One hundred percent, no asterisk at all. Uh, and uh, you know what I think of when when I when I consider Morikawa is the shot he hit at sixteen, mm-hmm. uh, should be recorded under the circumstances as one of the the best or one of the timeliest uh, shots in in PGA Championship history. Uh, what I think of uh, with the Shambo is you know final round sixty seven. Uh, you know uh, how brilliantly he played. Uh, I don't think about no fans or that it was tainted or diminished in, in, in some way. I think uh, what I hear from my, my friends who, who love and watch golf uh, every week is, uh, you know, I, I think golf of all the sports is the one that, that seems the least affected by not having fans. And um, do you miss it? Yes. I mean, I, I think what, what you say is, or what I've heard said is, for example, if you go back to the tournament at Muirfield Village, the workday charity open, when Justin Thomas made the 50-footer and then Morikawa made a 24-footer on top of him to push it to a playoff, which Morikawa eventually won. What you hear is uh, not, ah, that, that, that didn't quite seem the same, that putt. No, it's, wow, what a putt. And can you imagine how bonkers the fans would have gone had they been there? on that 50-footer, right? Can you imagine how the fans would have lost it, how they would have blown the roof off on that John Ron putt at the BMW at Olympia Fields, right? Not that it was not the same or it was diminished. Um, it's still 
produced, at least for me and, and, and people that I talk to, it produced the, oh, my God, holy, can you believe the punt that that guy made? That was just unreal. I, right? you're, just, you're just as excited. Yeah. You're just as in, you're just as invested in it. It just doesn't quite have the electricity. Uh, I do think some players have been affected by it, um, probably ad- adversely. I think Tiger misses fans. I think Tiger uh, is what I, I call he's he's the uh, the great utility of the sport of golf. He's the power source, right? He and he just doesn't have any and there's nothing there to plug into mm-hmm. uh and he draw tiger draws such great uh power uh and and energy from from the fans and i think mcelroy to an extent uh has been has been flat uh w- without the fans uh but but for the most part i think golf has has done done very well and this will still, as I said earlier, this will be the Masters. They will put a green jacket on the winner, and uh, they'll forever be uh, coming back to the you know, to the dinner on Tuesday night in the future. And uh, yeah, I think that, and there's just as my I sense to the players feel just as much pressure, uh, you know, and, and they will when they're standing over a second shot on Sunday at, at, at 13 and at 15. We'll feel it, and, and we'll feel it. Our weather has been temperate so far. We're kind of still in the 80s. We don't know what that week's going to bring. But, but from a golf mm-hmm. standpoint, Rich, do you think the possible, and again, uh, we don't know what the weather's going to be like that mm-hmm. week, do you think the possible conditions bring more players into play or fewer players? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good question. If it's well, you, and you you know the area better, and, and you know I mean, you know the golf course probably you know seasonally you know it better. So so if it's cold, John, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably, it's going to play longer. Is that mm-hmm. fair to say? Although, yes. And then when I say that, I think, well, what if it's dry? Won't be dry. Really won't and, won't and, won't and running, but won't be dry because no. they're trying to get that rye to grow. So I don't think it's going to be dry. Okay. Okay, so so if it's longer, then I would say no. Then I would say it's it's you know go to your long hitters, go to Deshambo, go to Rom, uh, go to Rory, uh, go to you know I, I always like a Justin Thomas is, is certainly long enough. Um, go to Dustin Johnson. Um, then I think it's 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 fewer players. Uh, what do you think? I mean, you you tell me. You know the the area. It, I I. I, I think, you know, they can do just about anything that they want to do there. We always say that. But, they, but they've not had to do this before. The golf, course, the golf course at this time of the year, historically, is, is, not in, is not in great condition. They're trying to grow the rye. What you come to learn by living here is they spend seven months prepping that golf course for April, from the overseed to when they get to April. So, you know, how much they can do by early November will be interesting to me because again the the weather is not helping them we're still warm it's it's not real conducive to mm-hmm. to the growth of ryegrass but 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 you always got to add the caveat you have no idea what they're able to do but i but i think it's going to be a bit of a struggle i i think to get the golf course they're going to get the golf course eminently playable but i don't know that it's going to be where they want it to be but then again they never planned on playing one of these in November. 
Um, it, what, 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 what do you, do you think more or, or, or less players, uh, in the mix? Well, um, I, I, I tend to think that, yes, the longer hitters will be in the mix because they always are, but, but, oh, it, but, but if it's, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's wet, it will play longer, but it will also it will also play a little bit easier. Although saying it's wet, it's one thing to say a golf course is wet, Rick. It's another thing to say Augusta National is wet because the sub air can 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 <laughs> right, make the exactly. greens very dry. Um, I I I don't think I'll be surprised if you know, sort of like the Zach Johnson story. I don't know that I'd be surprised if if a good <laughs> short game player is able to maneuver his way around this place um, in November. I, I, I don't – it would not surprise me one bit, frankly. Um, and, and what about the presentation? It is going to be autumn colors? Is that what we'll see? Yeah. I, I, I can tell you this from, from playing out there in the fall. 11 is spectacular. The left side of 11 is spec- – it is, it is as pretty a fall picture as the left side of 13 is – in in the spring it's those hardwoods it's gorgeous mm. it really it you really is gorgeous. Oh. and you know and and and, and 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 let the you know you mentioned eloquently about being there but but let the listener in behind the curtain for a second you're human isn't there a part of you that 15 years from now wants to say oh i was there in the when they played the mm. fall masters sure yeah. Sure, it's a story, right? We collect stories. We tell stories uh, in this in this game. Wherever you go, you go to a, a club, you go play around the golf, you you know hang out with your buddies. Everybody wants a story, story about Arnie, a story about Jack, story about Tiger, story about Augusta. And yeah, this will be a story. When uh, what was it like uh, when they played it in November? And without any patrons there, so yeah, we'll we'll and then hopefully it'll be a it'll be a. A good story. I suspect it will be. Um, you know, the, the Masters. Uh, they um, they they run as, as they've always said a fine and proper tournament, <laughs> and this 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 will this I suspect will be no different. Uh, whatever they've done. Uh, for the most part, is is, is impeccably executed, uh, and. Um, Every detail is is uh, every detail is covered, and um, you know it's a, it's a, a, always a, a a good experience, a, a wonderful experience. Uh, and I think you know the, the, for the players, uh, the competitors, for the uh, when they're there, uh, for the patrons, uh, and and for the media as well. You, uh, you know, you know, Rich. But, I, but all of it will be a little bit different this year. It will, sure. it will. But I but I was asked this by someone earlier this week. About uh, about what the crowds really like to really like to have at a Masters, and I said I think the crowds love to be at the Masters that was historic. Now all of them can be argued yeah. are historic, but were you there for Tiger's first win? Were you there for for Jack's sixth win? I think the the folks that come to the Masters hope that this is the Masters everyone will remember and everyone will talk about. And I can't shake the feeling, Rich, that we're going into a historic Masters. From the moment the first tee shot is hit, it's historic. So what's, uh, let's 
tick off the list what's uh, going to be historic, what could be historic. Obviously, anytime Tiger wins or Tiger goes back to back, that could be historic, right? Sure. Uh, uh, McElroy completing a career yep. Grand Slam, historic. Mickelson becoming the oldest major champion ever could be historic. Uh, and yet, Rich, uh, what and yet, Rich, I don't think any of that happens. <laughs> I really don't. What do you think happens? Um, too soon. You know, I, I am I am so curious to watch Bryson play the golf course. So mm. curious to watch that. Mm. Isn't that the big question going in? What's Bryson going to do yeah. to Augusta National? Not at Augusta National. <laughs> what is Bryson going to do to Augusta National? And I think a mix of you know, going in, certainly of, of excitement and, and trepidation. Right? I think people are a little worried. You know, what what what's he going? Is he going to drive three, get close to seven? Mm-hmm. What's he going to do yep. at thirteen? What's he going to do at seventeen? Um, Forty-eight inch driver. Uh, can he keep it in play? Is Augusta, you know, preparing any sort of new wrinkle that we don't know about? Uh, and uh, will the governing bodies, uh, when all is said and done, if he does execute his plan and is able to? And sort of bring the course to its knees. Will, will the governing bodies then act? And if so, what will they do? Right. Uh, DeChambeau told me in, in Las Vegas he expected that, um, you know, they might um, outlaw, lack of a better word, the 48-inch driver if he's successful, as he plans to be with it. Uh, and uh, it, 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 I, I've thought about it. I, I wrote a piece that will we'll air uh Wednesday night. Uh, to me, this is uh, this is a, sort of a, a balancing act that the sport hasn't quite figured out between progress and preservation. And um, you know, um, I, I think you know many in the sport, uh, and maybe a bit surprisingly, have have rushed to defend. Bryson, and let me let me be clear that Bryson Bryson is doing what what he should be doing, mm-hmm. uh, and, and what what youth does in any realm. Youth should challenge convention. <laughs> youth should should try to to uh, push the boundaries, figure out new ways to attack whatever their discipline is, get better at it, faster, stronger, smarter. Uh, he's maximizing. You know every every possibility. And I don't like Bryson at all. I, and I don't think Rich he's truly getting the credit for how well he's doing it. Everybody just everybody just yeah, wants to talk about three hundred and seventy five yards, but but he's no, no, no. but he's hitting it really straight for three hundred and seventy five right. yards. What, what what I think you you have to, a couple things you have to remember. Uh, Bryson was potentially on his way to being a great player before he added the 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. Bryson was a player of, of, of pure pedigree, U.S. amateur champion, NCAA individual champion. That There, there was a, a possibility that he was going to be great even before he went on this, uh, this odyssey. Uh, so, uh, and he put in the work. It's not. It's not like it just magically happened. He had to put in the work. And as Brandel says, he he risked it all to have it all. 
There are numerous examples through, through history of people who changed their bodies or who went on a quest for more distance who lost it, lost the field, uh, and, and never, never were able to get it back. Um, so uh, I, I, I applaud, you know, Bryson, you know, for, for, for uh, the risks that, that he's taking and, and for executing it. And, and it is exciting. There's no doubt. It's exciting to, to watch him get into this process and to, to see where it's going. Yeah. Uh, but back to the original premise, this progress versus preservation. So, you know, youth challenges convention and then, you know, the governing bodies, uh, um, uh, sober-minded governing uh, bodies have, have to sometimes stand firm and, and reasonable people have to come together and say, what is, what is in the best interest of this sport? And, and do are these great uh, courses worth preserving as they are? And I, I, I obviously think they are. And, and so, you know, I say like, you know, egg salad sandwich on white, on, on white bread. Why, why would you ever mess with that? You wouldn't. <laughs> it, the, the way it is is the way it ought to be. And, and, and while many in our sport, I think because they don't want to seem out of step, they don't want to uh, be accused of being old fuddy-duddies, many in our sport are rushing to, to the defense of this, this push for greater distance. Oh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I love it. I, I think uh, those on the preservation side need to stand up. Mm. And and bow up and 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 not apologize for wanting to preserve um, the, these these grand old old ballparks. Uh, and it, look, it's a complicated, uh, more nuanced uh, discussion. We probably don't have time for it. But you know, there's a reason Shakespeare is still taught in school. Uh, it's timeless. It's meaningful. And um, um, you, you're not. We don't need to change it. We just keep teaching it. And and I, I think the same is is true for Augusta National and for courses like it. And um, you know, do we want the game to be reduced to you know just hammering away, uh, um, you know, pulverizing and hammering, or or do we want sautéing and butter cutting in our game? You know, do you want a little? Do we want? golf as algebra or golf as poetry what what is it that we we what's appealing to the eye i while i'm excited every time bryson gets up with that driver you're like oh what's he, wow look at that swing it, i i don't think it's all that appealing if you do it over and over and over and over again to me the game um is is a game of beauty uh, and rhythm and style, and I think some of that is being is being lost and will be over time as as the next generation follows uh, uh, Bryson's lead. But that said, again, I don't want to take away from Bryson because Bryson won the U.S. Open not just with his power. Uh, I, I, from my recollection, he wasn't even the longest player in the field that week. Uh, Bryce, Bryson won it with a short game. And that it still comes down to to that more often than not is is what you do on and especially at Augusta on and around the green. So anyway, that it's, it's a discussion we will definitely yeah. be having. And do Bryson you, is 
you know, story number, you know, in terms of the players, he's story number one and, and has been the story in outside of COVID-19 and the impacts. Bryson's been without question the story in 2020. The thing that I think concerns the powers that be, there's always been, whether it's Jack or Greg or whomever, there's always been there's always been somebody that hit it a very long way. Mm-hmm. I think what they I think what concerns them is Bryson did what he did to himself and and built himself into that sort of player. But you know what? Slight little Rory McIlroy can hit it almost just as far. And I and I think that's what that's what bothers them. I think, you know, if a player wants to go through that to make himself bigger and stronger, okay. But you know what? This guy here is 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 hitting it just as far and and that scares them right and and you know sort of uh, moving away from the shot value um that uh, the the, uh, the architects originally had in mind i mean i don't think anybody wants to see 13 reduced to a drive and an eight or a nine iron every once in a while okay bubba Peels one around the around the bend there. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe. Uh, but that's not, you know, how did Jones describe it? Uh, you know, that momentous that that momentous decision, that second shot at thirteen. The great quote. Um, you know, you want that shot hit with at a, I think, you know, at a minimum. I'll grant you maybe a six, <laughs> but even <laughs> even there, I think it should be. I think it. I, I would prefer it to you know with a four iron or or a hybrid of some sort, right? Uh, sure. So uh, if, if, if the shot value no longer uh, no longer holds, then I think you have, you have some problems. Um, you may never have thought of this, and I, I'm curious. Do you think there's been a tournament for a variety of reasons? Have you been any more excited about any tournament than you are about this and all and all that's involved. Mm. Um, and if you know, I, and if you honestly, have I, that's and if you have I, that's I, fine. I, and I get excited for I get excited in a different way for for all the the majors. The Masters is always for the the obvious reason is is set apart. You know, uh, um, you haven't been to one. Um, to, to a major in what is it seven months since the you know since right. well now it's July and it, in a normal year it's, it's since the, you know the Open is now the last major it's in July although this year we had a PGA in, in August and U.S. Open in September but but yeah I'm, it, it's excitement with curiosity I, I would put it this way John that I don't know that I've ever been as curious um, as I, as I am heading to this year's Masters and. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, 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 for a variety of reasons, look? how's it going? Yeah, for a variety. How is the public going to to react? What are the players going to think? What's it going to look like? How's it going to play? And then, you know, once we settle in, who's going to win? And and uh, you know, on that front, uh, I'm a fan of John Rahm right now. Uh, I like I like Rahm. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can. I think you really have to take a hard look at. Hatton. Wow. Sure. Uh, playing high-level golf right now. Um, and I think if Dustin can get healthy, um, I was liking Dustin, but now I'm you're just not sure where he's at in terms of his health. 
Um, you know, I like Justin Thomas a little bit. Um, I think if Phil can get his driver straightened out, I think Phil could make a tiny bit of noise. Uh, I don't think Phil's quite done yet. That's just my sense. I just there's mm. there's, there's life there. Um, you know, the quick story about Rom. Um, I sat down with Rom. It was maybe February out of Riviera for a story that we ran. When did we run it? I guess the PGA Championship. Just kind of a uh, a profile who he is, and and the one thing that stood out was uh, what a marvelous grasp of golf history he has. Uh, asked him about Hogan, and he riffed on Hogan. Hmm. Asked him about Trevino, and he immediately said, "Oh, we sort of have the same swing. I hope I can. I hope I can be as successful. I hope I can win six majors." He knew that Trevino had won six majors, and and then you got to Seve, and and he had a, a, a just a, a brilliant way of describing Seve. Seve, he said, the unlikeliness of Seve's game. I thought, wow, this 25-year-old kid. Uh, now, we're coming up on the 40, is it 40-year anniversary, Seve's Masters win, 1980, right? So yep. we'll have a Seve, uh, Seve retrospective at the Masters. But anyway, so I was talking to Ron at Shadow Creek at the, the CJ Cup in Vegas last week. And um, I asked him about Augusta. Uh, and I said, you know, your, your comfort level at Augusta. He said, well, you know, um, a couple of years ago, I played, it was a couple of years ago, I played a, a practice round with Ola Favre, two-time Masters champion, you know, Spanish mentor. And we played the round, and I, I was curious more so about uh, how to work your way uh, uh, around these greens. Uh, and key to green, I'm, I'm pretty good, he said, with a little bit of a smile, right? And, <laughs> you know, Ron drives it, he drives it so well, uh, hits it high. And um, I said, well, what did, what did Olafabel tell you? He said, well, I said, John, remember, Augusta National is much more of a bump-and-run golf course than, than you typically play and that you might think. And with that, Ron proceeds to tick off for me great bump-and-run shots in Masters history. He's, and so John lights up and he says, so Olafabel tells me this. And I said, yeah, now that I think about it, there was Tiger in 97 at the 12th hole in the first round. Hmm. Larry Mize, obviously. Sure. And then sure. I chimed in. I said, do you remember Do you remember Schwartz? Oh, yeah, the, the first hole, Schwartz. Right? So so the point of this is, is that Rom. Uh, is is not just the volatile, passionate Spaniard. He is some of that, right? That's like the old cliche, the fiery Spaniard. He has a a magnificent grasp of the history of the sport. He studied, immersed in it. He wants to be a part of it. Uh, so, you know, for that reason, and and for the more obvious ones, how well he drives the ball, how well he. Uh, chips and putts. I'm a fan of John Rahm. I think his time is coming. And then, uh, you know, a, a few, a few of those others. Uh, I, I don't have a, a great sense for what Rory's going to do. Right. Rory is a, a bit of an enigma. Yep. Uh, you know, he's just so gifted, uh, but, um, he's, he's a bit loose, uh, at times. Uh, and I think we're still oddly, we're still waiting for Rory. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, which is 
is strange to say about somebody who's your surefire Hall of Fame uh, lock someday. Uh, but we're waiting for Rory to go on that run, to for Rory to dominate, for Rory to put it all together again. We know he can, um, just to go on a sustained run. And just when you, you know, I think he was he was close before the shutdown due to COVID. He was close, and then he just. He's, he's kind of been, I don't know how to sort, uh, it just hadn't been at his best. But, you know, he said, look, he, they, uh, he and Erica had, had a baby girl, and, and congrats to Rory, and that stuff's more important. And he's, a, he's such a good soul, Rory. Uh, I think, you know, people are pulling for him. And, I, you know, I, he, his talent is, is all-time talent. Uh, and and he needs the he needs the masters to you know put that that stamp on him uh, for for all times uh, because then you're in the company of what is it he's he would be one of uh, one of was it a handful right it's 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 uh, it's Saracen it's it's Hogan it's, uh, it's player it's Nicholas and Tiger so yeah. he'd be one of six yeah. so um, that yeah I mean, but but we don't know I don't I don't think anybody feels great. Uh, saying Rory's going to win, right? You don't, you don't say that with, with a lot of confidence. At least today, he is Rich Lerner from Golf Channel. I, I cannot thank you enough for all of this, Rich. Uh, you, you have just made this a wonderful show. Thank you for taking all of this time to do this. Um, I, I hope I get to see you. I, I can't wait to see you. Thanks, John, Rich. I, I, I tell you what, if you, I'd, I'd be happy to come on during uh, the week of uh, the Masters, um, you know, sometime during the day. Okay. Um, you can steal a few minutes. Right. And uh, I always enjoy, uh, you know, we, we do our share of radio shows. Nobody that I've come in contact with or spoken to knows the game as well as you do and uh, treats it with uh, – the love and respect that you do. And uh, Augusta is uh, lucky to have you um, well, um, yeah, in, that, in town. You, that means an awful lot to me, Rich. Thank you for doing this. Thank you so much. Anytime, John. I always enjoy it. Thank you.